Attention timeshare owners. This is an urgent consumer alert from the Timeshare Exit Hotline, a national company specializing in helping consumers legally get out of their expensive timeshare contracts. We're offering you a way to legally get rid of your timeshare. So if you're fed up with the maintenance fees that keep on coming and want to learn if you can terminate your timeshare legally and permanently, call today. Even if you've tried before and were unsuccessful in getting rid of your timeshare, call today and see if we can help. We offer a complete 100% unconditional client satisfaction guarantee. Make this completely free call and learn how we can help you legally put an end to your timeshare nightmare once and for all. You have nothing to lose, so call right now to qualify and receive a free consultation. 800-880-7167. 800-880-7167. That's 800-880-7167. Paid for by Airtime Media. Live from San Francisco on the Sports Byline Broadcasting Network, you are listening to Wrestling Observer Live with your hosts, Brian Alvarez and Mike Sempervivi. Are you ready? Are you ready? Let's get it on! How's it going, everybody? Brian Alvarez here on Wrestling Observer Live. We are here every day, Monday through Friday, noon Pacific, 3 Eastern, Sunday, 3 Pacific, 6 Eastern. Well, here we go. The first WWE pay-per-view in 18 months to run before a packed house. WWE Money in the Bank coming up this afternoon. It is our Money in the Bank pre-show here today. Yes, we're doing a pre-show. You watch the WWE, uh, the actual pre-show that they're doing it, uh, Pacific 7 Eastern but here we will tell you about all of the matches on the show coming up tonight give you a preview of that as well and uh, also talk about the Smackdown show on Friday night Smackdown ratings fans were back I know you'll be stunned to hear this but the show was much better with fans the atmosphere at least show itself it was hit and miss it's good first hour uh, second hour is not quite as good and uh, it's WWE so you could have 30 million fans in the building, and we still have to watch the same matches over and over again. I'll get to that when we review the show. Also watch the Slammiversary pay-per-view this weekend, so if you want to talk about Slammiversary, you're welcome to do so. I got a big update on ticket sales here from WrestleTix.com. Some very, very interesting numbers for WWEAW and Ring of Honor as well. We got some Ring of Honor uh, ticket notes here for some of their upcoming shows. So we'll talk about that here today. And then, as noted, SmackDown, Money in the Bank, Raw is tomorrow. Got a big Raw show coming up tomorrow. Also the first Raw show with fans at 18 months. So we'll see how that show does. It's going to be a little harder than a SmackDown show because it's three hours long. And while Money in the Bank is three hours long tonight, it's three hours long with a bunch of crazy matches, including Money in the Bank matches. I don't think we're going to have multiple Money in the Bank ladder matches on Raw Monday night, but... I suppose it's possible. Allegedly, the return of Goldberg tomorrow as well. So if you're a big fan of Goldberg, looks like he's coming back. So a lot to get into today. We'll take your text messages, 425-780-7566. That is 425-780-7566. Brian at WrestlingObserver.com. Add Brian Alvarez on Twitter. Back with Semper Vivi and more. Wrestling Observer Live.
Time for your small business report presented by Dell Small Business. If you're like many entrepreneurs, you have a business idea and you're ready to run with it. But be careful not to let your concept snowball into something overcomplicated. Try to start small and narrow your focus. Learn how to test your business idea so that it fulfills your promise to customers and exceeds expectations. And cut unnecessary features that water down your offerings and cost you money. As a small business, you don't need all the bells and whistles of a giant corporation. It'll be easier to add to your business as it grows. And that's your Dell Small Business Report. Enjoy a powerful business upgrade with Dell Technologies Black Friday and July event. Get amazing savings with up to 50% off high-performance computers and tech built for business and be able to take your office with you with Windows 10 Pro. Plus, get great offers on Dell servers, monitors, docks, and more, all with easy financing options through Dell Financial Services. Call 877-ASK-DELL. That's 877-ASK-DELL. And speak to a Dell Technologies advisor today. Hi, this is Ron Barr, and I've got great news for anyone suffering from ongoing pain due to aging, overexertion, and the effects of everyday living. Relief Factor is a 100% research-based formula that was created to combat the root causes of inflammation. Relief Factor is designed to address sore muscles, stiff joints, aches, and the general discomfort you may feel. There are four key ingredients, and each approaches the body's natural inflammatory response function from a different metabolic pathway. And they've got something special for Sports Byline Network listeners. You can get their three-week quick start program for just $19.95. That's only 95 cents a day. Head to relieffactor.com or call 1-800-500-8384. Relief Factor helps to support a healthy response to inflammation and decreases discomfort from the effects of daily living. And you can get yours at relieffactor.com or by calling 1-800-500-8384. Your life, your freedom. Get back to living at relieffactor.com. My doctor prescribed me Viagra. It wasn't covered by my insurance, so it was costing me like $65 a pill. That's expensive. Over 20 million guys like us use Viagra. Over a certain age, we just need it. I found a way to pay less than $3 a pill and get virtually the same effect of the $65 pill. I heard an ad just like this on the radio called, and for $99, I got 40 generic versions of the $65 pill. Save yourself money and call right now and get over 40 pills for $99. There's no embarrassment here to use Viagra. If we're over 50, we need it, but not at high prices. Call now with your credit card and get the 40 pill special for just $99. 800-399-3691. That's 800-399-3691. You are listening to Wrestling Observer Live with Brian Alvarez and Mike Sempervivi on the Sports Byline Broadcasting Network. Back in the show, Brian Alvarez here, Wrestling Observer Live. Mike Sempervivi, also WrestlingObserver.com. Should mention, by the way, that uh, tonight is the Money in the Bank pay-per-view. It starts at 5 Pacific, 8 Eastern. Probably going to be about a three-hour show. And immediately after the show goes off the air, we normally do a... Live show for the Twitch homies, myself, Vinny, and Craig. But Vinny is on vacation for the week, so he will not be around tonight. So instead, as soon as the Money in the Bank pay-per-view goes off the air, it will be myself, Craig, 
and Lance P. Storm. Recapping Money in the Bank. I think the last time we recapped Money in the Bank, he was wearing a suit for some reason. That didn't happen in tonight. Wait, did my invite get lost in the email or what? What happened here? Why? Well, I mean, if you if you sent an invite, then yeah, it got lost in the email. What, you didn't think of me first? No. Quite frankly, I did not think of you first, Mike. And 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 if I had, it wouldn't have mattered because Lance volunteered first. Well, he offered to help me out. He's probably a better because he's analysis. a nice guy. I'm a nice guy. Everybody knows I'm a nice guy. But he's probably a better uh, you know, analyst of pro wrestling things than, than I may be, since he's spent ample time in the ring and has also trained many a person and is also available for training, which he'll bring up on the show tonight. Not for personal training in, in person. We'll see if but, I let him do plugs. Yeah, don't don't get overly confident. Oh. So, uh, Chim Chu Rizzle here, if I got that correct. Ooh. What? Chim, may I? Chim yes. Chu Rizzle here says, Am I the only one who thought SmackDown on Friday was the typical mediocre WWE show? Well, my friend, if you watch a lot of SmackDown, which I do, here's the answer to that question. Content-wise, it was a little bit better than usual. Atmosphere-wise, it was a thousand times better than usual. Heck yeah. I don't know if you're aware of this or not, but when you bring back fans, if your options are no fans, fake fans on TV screens, or real-life legitimate fans, well, it's best when real-life fans are there. It makes the whole show more exciting. Guys, watch those shows during the pandemic where... You know, they they do all this backstage stuff, and then, you know, someone's entrance would begin, but then they'd go to commercial during their entrance, and then they'd come back for whatever. Well, they didn't do that on uh, Friday because the fans were going nuts for all of these entrances. So it certainly made the atmosphere of the show better. It made the show more exciting. But at the end of the day, my friends, as I have mentioned a million times, it's still SmackDown, okay? Here's a quick look at the show. We had Roman and the Usos versus Edge, Ray, and Dominic Mysterio, which was a fun match. Uh, the match went nine minutes. I think the entrances went 30 minutes. I'd have to go back and, and time it. But uh, we got a lot of entrances here because everyone got their own entrance so they could hear the fans going crazy for everybody. And uh, the fans did go crazy for everybody. And by the way, it opened with Vince coming out and said, Where the hell have y'all been? And he left. I liked it. That's all the Vince I needed to see. And it was a funny line. So that was a good opening of the show. But anyway, it's SmackDown. So we had Roman and the Usos versus Edge, Ray, and Dominic. And uh, we had have the heels win. So Jay Uso pinned Ray Mysterio. Okay? Now, the diehards are going to say, well, of course they did that, Brian, because they're going to be wrestling on the pre-show here today. You're right. And they announced that match before they did the wrestling match. So they announced a match and then shot the angle for the match after they had announced the match. Why you couldn't do the match and have the finish and then like go on TV and say, as a result of this on Sunday, I don't know. It's it's just what they do. So anyway, the match was fun while it lasted. <laughs> we had the Sami Zayn interview where he's upset about not being in Money in the Bank. And who should make their big return on this show but Finn Balor. Hey, you know who's great to bring back when you have live fans? Finn Balor. And you know whose entrance they didn't cut away from to go to commercial? Finn Balor, because it's a very crowd-pleasing entrance. The place went nuts for the guy. He laid out Sami Zayn. They'll be feuding. I got no problems with that one. 
Remember when I said I was SmackDown, and you're always going to get SmackDown on SmackDown? <laughs> well, I'm not sure if you're aware of this or not, everybody, but a week ago on SmackDown, Shotzi and Knox debuted from NXT, and they faced Natty and Tamina in a non-title match. Shotzi and Knox defeated Natty and Tamina in a non-title match last week on the show. If you didn't watch SmackDown, I'm going to give you 10 seconds to guess. That's probably too long. Five. It should only take one second, but I'll give you five. Five seconds to guess. How was that paid off the next week after Shotzi and Knox beat Natty and Tamina in a non-title match? How did they pay that off this weekend for the fans? Well, Brian, Hold on, I I'm giving five seconds. Well, I didn't watch SmackDown this week, last week, remember? Okay, so it's been five seconds. You want to know what they did? Well, okay, what they do? They did the same exact match. <laughs> I know that. Shotzi and Knox versus Natty and Tamina in a non-title match. So they won a non-title match to earn a non-title match. It's like well, <laughs> I couldn't write Mina than Tamina. I couldn't so write they... comedy like this. <laughs> so anyway, hoops. they won the non-title match again. And uh, I thought for sure that this would lead to another non-title match. I was half right. It is leading to the same match for the third straight week, but this time it'll at least, at least be for the titles. So they have they have finally earned. It's very difficult to earn a championship match in this company or a Money in the Bank slot, unless you're like everybody, except like a handful of people. We had another classic here. And by the way, Liv Morgan and... Uh, uh, Zelina argued throughout comment commentary, which didn't make the three-minute match any better. We had Bianca Belair versus Carmella. So it was supposed to be Bianca Belair versus Bailey at the pay-per-view, but Bailey tore her ACL, jump roping or something like that, whatever goofy drill they had them do in training. So she's out for uh, nine months. <laughs> and so as a result, they need a new match. So the new match ends up being uh, Bianca Belair versus Carmella, okay? So they add that match to SmackDown, not on the pay-per-view, and they do a full championship match. They do the ring introductions, they do the announcements, they hold up the belt, they ring the bell, they wrestle for 11 minutes, and there's no run-in, no disqualification, no whatever. Uh, they have a finish. Bianca grabs her, she hits her finishing maneuver, and she pins her in the middle of the ring, Okay. Got it? Yeah. It's, it's kind of a quiz. Okay. okay. All right. So what happened, Mike, in that championship match? What happened was Bianca took her hair out because life is now like a video game, and she can use that hair as a weapon. You're making this did. too complicated. What happened she, at the end of the match? She whipped her in the belly, hit her with the KOD, and got a clean victory. She pinned her clean in the middle of the ring. Yeah. Okay. Well, next week they're doing the exact same match again. <laughs> What? Why? They're doing Bianca versus Carmella in a championship match next week, coming off a clean finish in a championship match. They really do think she's that pretty, eh? I'm not making any of this up, everybody. Well, let's be honest here. I know we're going to get to it maybe later on, probably surely this week. Sasha Banks showing up at the sta on the stage at Rolling Loud after... Uh, Bianca gets her victory. Uh, that would make sense to me. It would seem like it would be a big moment or a, a, a fake-created moment, whatever you'd want to call it. It would be something that they could plaster everywhere and hype up their rematch. Somebody here is, uh, seems to be upset with me because I said it was a clean win, even though Bianca whipped her with her hair. It's clean. 
Hold on a second. Your hair. Do you guys know what yeah. hair is? It's it's a it's a body part. You're telling me that it's okay to kick someone with your leg, strike someone with your arm, or your ass occasionally. You see that flying hip attack from Oscar. You can pummel people with any part of your body, but it's not right to hit them with your hair. It's not how this works. It's not how this works. No. Cesaro faced Otis. They went one minute and five seconds, and then Chad Gable ran in for the DQ. So they'll do a rematch. You want to talk about their here. promo? No. <laughs> I got too much. Are you picking up one of their shirts, though, that's still got a big-ass beard on Otis? No. Uh, Baron Corbin did a segment where uh, he's lost all his money, but he's he's still a heel. It's weird. We can talk about that more later. And then the main event, Seth Rollins beat Big E. Kevin Owens and King at Nakamura at eight, eight minutes when Rollins pinned Big E with a curb stomp on a ladder, which tells me Big E's a favorite tonight in Money in the Bank. Back in a moment with more Observer Live. Do you need to sell your home? If you've sold a home before, you remember how stressful and expensive it was. Sold.com is here to help you sell your home for the most money and with the least amount of stress. There are new ways to sell your home that you've never heard of before. Did you know there are companies who will offer you cash for your home? Did you know you could trade in your home for a new one? Did you know there are realtors who will sell your home for a flat fee instead of an expensive commission? It's true. Sold.com services are free. So if you're looking to sell, make this free phone call right now and learn how your next home sale can be faster and easier than you ever thought possible. Pick up your cell phone and call right now. 800-449-1759-800-449-1759-800-449-1759. Again, that's 800-449-1759. Attention to anyone that's written a book or wants to write a book. The process is not that complicated. Take a first step. Even if you write a page a day, you'll build momentum and your book will become a reality. The hard part is getting it published. That's when you need to call Page Publishing. They've got hundreds and hundreds of thank yous from different new authors just like you. They make the process of publishing your new book and getting it sold online a simple process. You can learn how simple it is right now by calling for your free Page Publishing new author submission kit. One quick three minute phone call that's all it takes to get free information and learn how you can get your book published pick up your phone right now and call us 24 hours a day at this number 800-603-0885 800-603-0885 800-603-0885 that's 800-603-0885 airlines have just reduced their prices even more book 30 days in advance and save big want the absolute lowest prices on your airline tickets then call the low-cost airlines travel hotline right now for prices so low we can't publish them anywhere the only way to access our low rates and save up to 70 percent is to call save hundreds on your vacation tickets by calling right now you can fly anywhere in the world and pay discount prices on your 
your airline tickets. Book a flight today to London, Paris, Madrid, or anywhere else you want to go. And pay a lot less guaranteed. Call the International Travel Department right now at low-cost airlines. 800-754-4531. 800-754-4531. That's 800-754-4531. You are listening to Wrestling Observer Live with Brian Alvarez and Mike Sempervivi on the Sports Byline Broadcasting Network. Back at the show, Brian Alvarez here, Wrestling Observer Live. Mike Sempervivi, also WrestlingObserver.com. Money in the Bank is coming up this afternoon. And then immediately after the show, myself and Lance P. Storm. Mm. Or maybe it's T. I don't even know. Either way, it stands for quality. And Craig. What's his middle name? I don't know, but you know what it's pronounced? Craig. Craig? Yeah. Just like it's pronounced about around here and not a boot. So if you live in, so if you live in the UK and you can't figure out why you don't pronounce it Craig, I don't know what to tell you, brother. It's Craig around here. Here's the lineup. They're blokes. Here's the lineup. Rey Mysterio and Dominic versus the Usos on the pre-show for the tag team titles. Ricochet, John Morrison, Riddle, Drew McIntyre, Big E, Kevin Owens, King Nakamura, and Seth Rollins. Money in the bank for the men's title. Oscar, Naomi, Alexa, and Nikki Ash, Liv Morgan, Zelina Vega, Natalia, and Tamina. Women's Money in the Bank. Dave speculated last night the men's match might be better than the women's. We'll see. Bobby Lashley, Kofi Kingston for the WWE Championship. Somehow I think they spelled his name wrong on Wikipedia because it's it's all in red and it links nowhere. Rhea Ripley versus Charlotte Flair for the women's title. Roman Reigns versus Edge for the universal title. And AJ and Omos versus the Viking Raiders for the tag team titles. I mean, there's going to be 10,000 fans there watching Money in the Bank ladder matches. So if this show is not exciting, I don't know what to tell you. Well, I'll know what to tell you because I'll know why if it's not. But it damn sure better be. That's my thought. Hey, my prediction is it will be. I don't think there's any way this thing falls off a cliff. It, it maybe it, it sure did last points. week. Well, it made certain points, but I think with the crowd being in effect, and that's that's really the biggest story of the last week or so. ROH going back to UMBC, running that show there. Even Impact, even though those are are much smaller crowds. In the case of Impact, an incredibly small crowd. But uh, GCW was on the road with two shows last week. AEW has been running monthly, and fans, you know, have made helped to make those shows. And with the big guys with AEW, we saw it on Tuesday night. We saw it last night. We're on Friday night. We saw it with SmackDown. And we're going to see it tonight with Money in the Bank. They're going to make what is probably going to be a wild men's ladder match even wilder, you know. And I think the reactions, we saw it when Edge and Roman Reigns came out uh, with Mysterio and with the Usos on Friday night, how much they can make a match and how much they can make the atmosphere. It's great having fans back. And I think no matter what, they're going to make the show. And I don't think they're going to do things tonight that are a big bastardization. You know, if Kofi wins, it's a big surprise. I think people get a good pop out of that. But if Bobby Lashley wins, as long as it's not something cheap, 
you know, again, we, we can go up and down the show and, and, and look at the matches, but I, there's a lot of good matches on here where I don't think we're going to be facing a lot of disappointment. President has a very good question right here, which I never thought about, but now that I, I wish he hadn't, I wish he, I wish he had not sent me this email because now I'm already irritated. Why? He says, why doesn't Alexa just hypnotize everyone and then climb up and get it? Oh boy. Which, well, in fact, is a great question. They've, they've established in storyline that she can hypnotize everybody. So yeah. if she doesn't just walk in there and hypnotize everyone and climb up and get the briefcase and the match is over in like one minute, don't get Ryan, mad at me for, for being mad about that. That's your storyline, bro. Dude, forget about that. Forget about hypnotization. I mean, that takes time to do. He, she'd have to not be attacked from behind and actually hypnotize all of these women at once. I think the bigger thing is we've seen her actually, like, change time. All of a sudden, we'll have a cut shot, and she's in different clothes in a different position somewhere. Why, when the bell rings, does she not do that? And then she's sitting on the yeah, top of the Yeah, why didn't the lights go on? She's up there. Yeah, what's going yeah. on? There and better you know, be teleportation here. There better be hypnotism. Yeah. You promised that to me on television. If you don't give it to me in this ladder match, I'm going to be upset as a fan, as a paying customer. Can I tell you something, though? Actually, I, really I think when you, when you look at the names, and I, I go between both the men and the women, I go, okay, who do I think has no chance of winning this? And I create that category, and then I create a separate category with who's got the shot. And in mine, it's Nikki Ash because of the new character and the way you could tie her in maybe with Charlotte or Rhea because you've done that before. You have Liv Morgan, who they've tried to do something with, although after hearing her on commentary with the Zelina Vega, I think everybody should be punished for that. And then there's Alexa Bliss. And if Charlotte wins the belt, maybe all of the repressed memories of Alexa getting bullied at NXT by Charlotte and Sasha will come out. I don't know. But there are probably more things in their mind that you can do with Alexa Bliss than anybody else holding that briefcase. Does Lily lock it away somewhere? God only knows, but I have a feeling they're going with Alexa Bliss. Jack Farmhouse here says, She made a lighting rig fall on Randy Orton. Why not make the belt fall off the hook and into her hands? That's a great question, Jack Farmhouse. How come? Yeah. Maybe if you didn't book stupid storylines, we wouldn't have these questions. All right, did you guys watch uh, Slammiversary last night? I did, and it was a uh, it's a pretty good show, especially as we got going on the program. Uh, Ultimate X match, Josh Alexander beat Ace Austin, Chris Bay, Petey Williams, Rohit Raju, and Trey Miguel. The match went 15 minutes. I would say the first eight minutes was not good. They had a million ideas, and uh, 999,999 went wrong. And then the second half of the match, they had another million ideas, and uh, 999,999 of them went right, including Canadian destroyers off a dude's shoulders when hanging from the top of the rig, all sorts of craziness. And uh, Josh Alexander ended up winning, so uh, still the X Division champion. Matt Cardona's mystery partner ended up being Chelsea Green with her arm in a cast, although they said she was clear to wrestle, and they faced... Brian Myers and Tennille Dashwood, and Cardona and Chelsea Green won. Chelsea pinned Tennille. She actually did. A, there's a fourth Canadian destroyer on the show in the second match, and uh, she hit it with a, her arm in a cast on Tennille. Six minutes, and is fine for what it was. W. Morrissey and Eddie Edwards, uh, former big cast, W. Morrissey, he won. And is weird, as I mentioned on the Observer show last night, the thing in 2021, in the old days, 
if you just didn't do anything wrong, like everything was all right. But now there's like a level of there, there are expectations in in professional wrestling nowadays. And just being tall and not doing anything wrong is not good enough. The match was designed to be a showcase for W. Morrissey. Eddie Edwards was in there to get the guy over, and then W. Morrissey was going to get a win. He took like 80% of the match, and he did nothing wrong, but I still could not possibly have cared less about him when the match was over, which in fact means he did do something wrong, but he didn't. What he did wrong was he just didn't do anything wrong. You need to do more than that, and he didn't. So he won. I guess we're going to do something with the guy, but he needs to impress me. And In the words of Dusty Rhodes to Arn Anderson, not. kid, go get yourself over. You got to go get yourself over. Well, he Stand tried, but he failed. That's my point. Like, you got to oh, find yeah. a way to get yourself well, over, I mean, brother. Obviously he, well, how did he try to get himself over besides being tall? What did he do in the match well, he that did, made you? Like I said, he did nothing wrong. Like, he beat the guy up, and Eddie Edwards sold great, and he did moves and everything like that. But there was nothing, there was nothing in it where when it was over, I was like, I cannot wait to see more of W. Morrissey. It was just, he was just there. And not bad there. Like, sometimes you say someone's just there, and it's like they just didn't, it was useless. They didn't do anything. Morrissey did, but he was still just there. I can't explain it. If you watch it, you'll understand. Finn Juice returned, and they defeated Madman Fulton and Shearer in one minute. It was just basically a squash match. Chris Saban beat Moose. As I predicted, excellent match here. Chris Saban is great. This Moose is so good. The guys only remember Moose from way back in the day. He's improved so much. His promos are great. His wrestling is really good. He's super athletic. Like, he was 50 times more impressive than W. Morrissey. And they're both tall with good physiques. But one guy, Moose, got himself over. The other guy did not get himself over. And Moose, by the way, lost via cradle here. So... They must have something planned for Chris Saban because otherwise, I don't know why you beat Moose here. We had the Good Brothers winning the tag team titles, beating Violent by Design, and Rich Swan and Willie Mack and Falaba. No way. The former No Way Jose. Now he's No Way. But they kept screwing up and calling him No Way Jose. Wait, he's only supposed to be No Way. So went 10 minutes, and the last two minutes, when everybody got in the ring, they hit all their big moves, bam, bam, bam. That was really good. Prior to that, it was, like, astonishingly not exciting with all those teams in there because it was mostly getting heat on Rich Swan, including in a four-team match laying on the mat in a headlock to get heat on Rich Swan. I was flabbergasted. Deanna Parazzo beat Thunder Rose at 10 minutes. Very good match. Uh, Deanna Parazzo's good. Actually, very good. Thunder Rose is great. And, uh, eh, they're both great. I don't want to get in trouble here. It's a very, very good match. Deanna Parazzo won, and afterwards they shot an angle with Mickey James. So, uh, they'll be doing a match at some point down the road, and Deanna Parazzo is going to be on the, uh, uh, women's show that, uh, Mickey James is setting up. And finally, the main event Kenny Omega, Sammy Callahan, no DQ match. They delivered as advertised pizza cutters to the head, forks to the head, double juice. Pile drivers through tables, one-winged angels onto thumbtacks, and and V-triggers with tacks in your knee pad. It was a very violent match. 27 minutes and 45 seconds. Excellent main event. Kenny Omega retains the title, and uh, that was a good way. And, and the way that it went off the air was not good. The match was very good. 
but uh, Finn Juice ran in, but they went off the air before they got through the entrance ramp or the entrance way. So it, it came off like a botch, but it was on purpose. That was the only downside to the show, really. Back in a moment with more Observer Live. Okay, we are running a car drive right now to help veterans all across America. So if you have an old car, truck, or van, even a motorcycle or an RV sitting around, you can right now give it away and help the vets. They really need your help. And your car will help support the vets and their families. And guess what? You even get a tax donation. Plus, we'll even come and pick up your car for free. And all you've got to do is pick up your phone right now and make a free call. Now is the perfect time to do something good for the vets. Give back to the vets right now for all they've done for this country. And your old car can really help them. So call the Veterans Car Donation Program right now for free pickup of your vehicle. Help the vets and help your taxes at the same time. Call right now. 800-215-6812. 800-215-6812. That's 800-215-6812. Come on, you watch the news. Be prepared to pay more taxes. Then if you owe back taxes or haven't filed in a few years, get ready. The IRS, the largest collection agency in the world, will be coming after you. With the power to collect taxes by any means they want to. Hey, they can freeze your bank account, your passport, even padlock your business. Oh, good times. Look, if the IRS claims you owe them 5000 or more in back taxes and they're coming after you, don't panic. Call my friends at Get a Tax Lawyer first. Their job is to negotiate with the IRS and save you money. They're experts at it. That's all they do. And you can trust them. In some cases, they have reduced a $50,000 tax bill to less than $1,000. If you owe the IRS $5,000 or more in back taxes, call now for a free consultation. Call 800-732-9635. 800-732-9635. That's 800-732-9635. Do you own an annuity, either fixed rate, indexed, or variable? Are you paying high fees and getting low returns? If so, Annuity General would like you to have this free book to learn the pitfalls and mistakes of buying an annuity. The Annuity Do's and Don'ts for Baby Boomers contains the little-known truths about annuities, like how to help reduce your fees and increase retirement income. And it's free. That's right, free. As a bonus, we'll also throw in a free annuity rate report just for calling. We researched over 1,000 annuities and summarized rates and benefits from financially strong insurers. You get annuity do's and don'ts for baby boomers and the annuity rate report, both absolutely free for calling Annuity General today. Hurry, supplies are limited. Call now. 800-760-1845. 800-760-1845. That's 800-760-1845. You are listening to Wrestling Observer Live with Brian Alvarez and Mike Sempervivi on the Sports Byline Broadcasting Network. Yes, I know JY was on the show. It's called a commercial break, you dorks. I can always tell who has a radio show and who doesn't. Well, you could have teased it. No, you don't tease it. You talk about it after the break when you got time. 
Switchblade. Yes, of all of the of all of the places for Jay White to show up. Nothing against Impact. Well. But he showed up on Impact in front of 185 people. It was awesome. And it was. uh Jay White and Kenny Omega for the title is a match I would like to see, quite frankly. Yes. And actually, I don't know if they do this or not, but uh I couldn't help but notice that Jay White has a belt. Mm-hmm. And Kenny Omega is the belt collector. Mm. And if New Japan is willing to have Kenny Omega work these New Japan guys and John Moxley work these New Japan guys, and this uh and this old door, this forbidden door is as open as it is, I don't think it'd be the worst idea in the world for Kenny Omega to collect another belt, quite frankly. Or for Jay White to stop all of this nonsense, no. since Jay White was the, better, was the better version of, of Kenny Omega anyway. He was the one who sold out Madison Square Garden, so I think it would be Jay fitting. White is the better version of Kenny Omega. For Jay White, one of the best, if not the best professional wrestler in the world. Just remember that, Brian. Breathe. Bro, the best professional in the world right now is Kenny Omega. He is. I mean... I've seen him wrestle every kind of match there is to wrestle, and they're all great. And if you don't like it, that's fine. You can like whoever you want. And I'm not, this is no disrespect to Jay White. He's also awesome. But Kenny Omega is just absolutely out of this world fantastic right now. And he's a great world champion, and, uh, and he should be defeating Jay White, adding another belt to his collection. Who do you think's better in the ring, Kenny Omega or Britt Baker? Right now, Kenny Omega, are you kidding me? Are you going to play this game, Mike? Didn't you get enough trouble the other day? By the way, R.I.P. Biz Marquee. Okay? Just want to say that. R.I.P. Biz. You can move on. I'll move on. I'll get myself in trouble here because you know what I'm going to do now? I'm going to read ticket sale updates. Oh, I thought you were going to go to the phones. Oh, this is a fun one. I'll do that in a minute. (laughs) What's worse, ticket sale updates or Honolulu? Ooh, should we let the Twitch uh, guys answer that real quick here? Quickly, guys. Too late. I'm doing ticket sales. Do it. Okay, so uh, this is in order. Just uh, some quick notes here. I'm not going to do... I was listening in the car the other day to a, a replay of the show, and I was doing the ticket sales, and I was doing like 55.94 and all this other stuff, and I'm like, dude, come on, you idiot. Make easy, this, Dave. Make this easy for people. All right, so Fighter Fest Night 2, which is uh, coming up on Wednesday, uh, they are currently at 5,600 fans. And uh, they've got 500 tickets left. So that's uh, almost assuredly going to uh, sell out. Fight for the Fallen, which is coming up on July 28th, is currently at 5,300 tickets. They've got 860 left. They are likely to sell out as well. Ring of Honor, Glory by Honor Night 1 in Philadelphia uh, they have got uh, 608 tickets out. It's 70% full right now, so that's an idea of the capacity. The capacity is about 900. Friday night... Oh, here we go. Do I have to do this? Yes. Friday night SmackDown in Madison Square Garden. Mm. They have currently sold 8,000 tickets. That's pretty good. Madison Square Garden in New York City. That's for SmackDown. Okay. Dynamite the following Wednesday in Newark. Has currently sold 11,000 tickets. <laughs> I have one question about that, though. Yes. Okay. If I'm not mistaken, don't get me wrong here. Or if I'm wrong, tell me. 
was this not the show that was supposed to be blood and guts that was rescheduled with all of those tickets that were already sold? It may be. Okay. Because I don't know how many new tickets. Now, obviously, how many new tickets were sold from that point, but that's my only thing when it comes to Newark is, was that not the rescheduled show and all those tickets were valid? All right. Well, uh, perhaps they are valid, but that show is uh, one week away from Arthur Ashe. Uh, which was not a uh, uh, honoring previous tickets. Uh, that show is currently at uh, 15,000 tickets, <laughs> and they've got uh, less than 2,000 tickets remaining, and uh, that one is also going to sell out. The So we were talking the other day about WWE house shows, and uh, the house shows in this country are uh, very hit and miss. Uh, they're going to be going to the U.K., and the Newcastle show is uh, doing pretty well. This is a WWE live events house show. They've sold 7,400 tickets, and they have 1,000 remaining. So that show is uh, likely to sell out. And the AEW show, uh, October 6th, which I'm actually not sure where that is, the Lyacorus Center, they are currently... At uh, 3,800 tickets with uh, 900 remaining. Is that so, Philly? Where is that? Might be Philadelphia. So that's the update. All those from WrestleTicks.com. And we'll uh, follow that as the weeks That is Philadelphia at by. the Temple University campus. There you go. Pittsburgh's I mean, doing... Good. Pittsburgh's doing really well as well. But I didn't write down what it was doing. But I can find it for you. For the, you know, uh, honestly, to me, 8,000 people at Madison Square Garden is nothing to sneeze at. It's just that <laughs> they're surrounded by Newark already being there. And then that big show at Arthur Ashe Stadium. I mean, you know, ticket momentum certainly on AEW's side and uh, faith from their supporters certainly on their side. Uh, Britsburg, as they call it right here, home of an excellent professional wrestler, Britt Baker. Uh, <laughs> four sections have sold out. It's looking like there are going to be 6,000 people in the building for that show. So there you go. And speaking of uh, all-time greats, yes, Honolulu, what would you like? Oh, hello. All right. Uh, shout out to the Switch homies. Uh, people are saying, uh, Jay, why, why is he going to Impact? Like, they, instead, he should go to AEW. Like, why are they just going to put that in the middle of a great hangman storyline? But that's beside the point. Uh, what, what, what is it? No way, Jose. What do you think is his best way to do stuff in Impact? Because I don't see him working. I feel this is just Impact going to old school TNA, trying to get every single ex WWE or Hold whatever. Hold on a second, bro. You don't see you don't see No Way working in in Impact Wrestling. He's a big dude. You're wrong. Okay, first off, first off. Just because Jay White showed up here doesn't mean he's not going to show up anywhere else. Exactly. Jay White's already come to America and worked New Japan strong. He had a great match with, uh, I believe it was Rocky Romero. They had a really good match. And he's here now. And so if he's here, I don't know if you watched Slammiversary or not, Honolulu, I bet not. But they had a they had a, a preview for Bound for Glory, which is coming up in October. I think it was Bound for Glory is the one they were previewing. But whichever one it was, they basically said it's going to feature Impact Talent, AW talent, AAA talent, uh, New Japan talent. Dude, there's going to be all sorts of different people working for Impact. And if those people are all working for Impact, there's a very good chance you're going to see Jay White working a number of other places as well. Jay White could show up on Dynamite Wednesday, for all I know. I'm not saying he's going to. He might show up then. Maybe he won't. I don't know. But he's going to be doing, if he's here, he's going to be doing 
a lot of things, including New Japan Strong. Hey, Brian. What do you want? Doesn't Nick Gage have a belt? Does he? I don't know. I wasn't paying attention. I know. Uh, I don't follow his career when, uh, that uh, closely. Were you paying attention when Don Callis called him out last night? No. Mentioned his name in the uh, in the introductions there? I, I did not notice that. Wow. Yeah. Well, that'd be another belt for uh, Kenny Omega to win. This Don Callis guy. It's pretty good on the What mic. a commentator. Holy mm. smokes. They've gotten to a big argument about whether Josh Matthews was better than Matt Stryker. And it's like, brother, <laughs> we're bearing the lead here. We need to be talking about Callis. Spent 10 minutes talking about D'Lo instead. Yeah, Callis was great. D'Lo was great. Look, I didn't have any problem with Stryker, although the only thing I saw was the main event, so that's the only thing I could judge him off of. And the fact that Don Callis just completely engulfed both of them and put on a hell of a show in hyping up Kenny and, of course, moving everything along that he needed to. Detroit, you're on the air. What's going on? Hey, Brian, Mike, Shane from Detroit. Hope you guys are having a good Sunday. I want to say regarding the pay-per-view tonight, you know, WWE does a lot of multi-man ladder matches, and a lot of them are good. Some of them hit great, and between the competitors tonight and the crowds being back, I think we could be looking at an all-timer multi-man ladder match. And I think knowing that it's WWE and all the good ideas you've been talking about the last couple of weeks, there's no way Drew wins. Well, yeah, I want to thank you very much for the call. I mean, I would like Drew to win because of the obvious storylines you can do with it. But, I mean, here's the thing. I'd have to go back and, and double-check, but I'm I'm 90% sure that Big E promised that he was going to win the ladder match. And granted, it means nothing because, you know, it's 2021 and it ain't the old business. But in the old days, in the old days, if you were a babyface, and you promised to win, you won. The babyface never promised and then broke his promise to the fans unless he was turning heel. Biggie promised. Biggie got pinned. I think Biggie's winning. But it's WWE, and I mean, they put it on Otis last year and had no idea what to do with Otis, so. True. I mean, let's be honest I don't know. here. Eight men in this match, Ricochet, John Morrison, I think are going to fly everywhere, you know, and I, I think they're not anywhere near the chance of winning this thing nakamura no kevin owens i think you saw the big thing from him with the elbow that was his win of this match going into it but that leaves riddle uh mcintyre biggie and seth rollins it seems like seth rollins looks like he's going to be paired up with edge and because i don't think edge is beating roman reigns i think that takes him out of that mix drew yes there are storylines things you can do with drew as well as with riddle you know riddle winning and then orton getting jealous but I think AJ and Omos are going to win. I think you need a counterbalance to that now that they're going on the road. And I think RKO bro or RK bro in front of people is something that you're going to want to do. So I think you can throw Riddle out of this. To me, Big E makes the most sense because if he wins, you have a storyline reason for him to go after. Look, if Kofi wins, you can tease that, although I don't think that's going to happen. You have him trying to get revenge. For, you know, Kofi against Bobby Lashley for his first ever world championship match that he hasn't had. Or, again, he's got Roman Reigns. Now, I don't know if I really want to see Roman Reigns in, in, in Big E, but the threat of that until somebody is drafted or until you do something, uh, you know, I, I still think Big E by far is the best person. And I think of all of those people, he's going to get the best crowd response if he wins. By the way, I didn't answer uh, this dingbat's question about uh, about no way. Dude, listen. I've mentioned this before. 
But I once went to a NXT house show in Seattle, and No Way Jose was there, and he was in the opener. And we're all just waiting for the show to start, and everyone's all excited for NXT. And the show starts, and out comes No Way Jose in his conga line with his music. And this dude danced all around the ring. And the ring, the the, the building was like, uh, it was like, uh, it had a, it had a uh, what do you call it? It was like, a, uh, you know what I mean? Where you'd go to watch a play. The ring was on the, the stage. Round. Okay? The ring was on the stage. And so uh, the audience is, is in the audience, and then there's a stage. So the ring is not in the middle of everything. So this guy, he came out, he danced around the ring, then he danced down the stairs, he danced all the way up the aisle, he danced all the way around, he danced all the way down the aisle, he's slapping fans, people are up there dancing, they're having the time of their lives, he gets in the ring for an absolutely nothing happening opener. I don't even know who he wrestled, but it was a nothing happening opener, where he got in there, he did some stuff, he sold for a while, he made a comeback and he won. This crowd was, like, urinating all over themselves. They're throwing babies in the air. I watched this. I thought, if I were in charge, this guy's got a job till he's dead, till he's, like, 100 years old. And you're telling me they can't do anything with this guy and impact? Get out of here, Honolulu. Back in a moment, Observer Live. You love your dog. Is something bothering him or her and you can't figure out what it is? Maybe they seem slow or lethargic, and maybe they just don't have energy. Wouldn't you like your dog to be living their very best life? PetJoy offers a money-back guarantee on all of its products. If your dog won't eat it or you don't see the results you want, just let us know and we'll make it right. Totally risk-free. What do you have to lose? You can't buy PetJoy multivitamins in a store. The only way you can get them is through this unique radio offer. And if you call right now, learn how to get two bottles free with your order. Turn your dog's life around and make him or her a happy camper. Ain't that right, boy? He said call PetJoy right now. 800-846-2153. 800-846-2153. That's 800-846-2153. I don't even recognize myself anymore. I'm really worried about him. His addiction. I haven't seen him like this. Ever. Hey, look, I, I never wanted to start using. I, I knew the drill, but I was out of options. I, I just want to tell him it's not your fault. There are people out there who can help. People who have felt your pain. They know what you're going through. This has to stop. I'm losing everything. Everyone. You've been strong your whole life. You can do this, but you have to reach out for help. It's time. I can do this. Addiction is a disease, and diseases need treatment. Call Quit Drugs 321 now at 800-338-6906. 800-338-6906. That's 800-338-6906. Paid for by the Detox and Treatment Helpline. If your loved one has passed away due to COVID-19, pay close attention to this message. You could be entitled to a death benefit of over $300,000. The U.S. government has set up a fund to pay families relief if they've lost a loved one due to COVID-19. 
We know this is a hard time for you, and this fund has been set up by the federal government to help ease your pain. The compensation includes a death benefit and lost wages benefit. Time is limited, so we urge you to make a free phone call right now. There's no cost to you for this claim. All legal fees are only covered once you receive your money. So if you've lost a loved one due to COVID-19, call the legal helpline right now to find out if you qualify for a cash award. Here's our number. 800-918-4086. 800-918-4086. That's 800-918-4086. Paid for by the IPG Law Group. You are listening to Wrestling Observer Live with Brian Alvarez and Mike Sempervivi on the Sports Byline Broadcasting Network. So to continue my point here, my friends, last yeah. night on the Slammiversary show, No Way came back. Okay? Or he debuted. He came mm-hmm. back to wrestling. But he debuted. And he had his own conga line. Just a bunch of dingbats from the show and everything like that. And they came out and they had a song and they danced around the ring. And there's only like 180 fans or whatever it was in the building. And these play, this place just went nuts for this guy. And they're dancing and they're having the time of their lives. This guy can get over doing this gimmick anywhere. He's got gallons and gallons of charisma leaking out of his ears. And how, why they fired this guy, I'll never know. Why, you can't figure out anything to do with him on television? Well, then don't put him on television. Have him go out there and open every single one of these house shows and just set this crowd on fire, and and then, boom, the rest of your show, you're on your way. Honolulu his, questioning no way. Isn't his last name like Villanueva or Valenzuela or something like that? He's got a pretty slick last name in real life. What's this guy him? talking about? Brian is on one today. What are you talking I'm telling you the truth. If you cannot see the charisma of No Way Jose and what he can do for a show when he works the opener and just whips the crowd into a frenzy, brother, I don't know what to tell you. It's not all about Hurricane Ranas and Destroyers and doing a bunch of flips and everything like that. It's about riling up this crowd and getting them excited, and No Way Jose did that every single time he came out, every single time. It's foolproof. It's idiot-proof. You can do a two-step. Golly. I don't know if he could get over to funeral. Well, it's not easy to do. If you want to bring Noe Jose to do the conga line at my funeral, I'm not going to argue. Everyone will go home happier. We're out of time. What are you doing, Mike? Get out of here. We'll be back later on tonight with Lance, everybody, and Craig. Immediately after Money in the Bank, twitch.tv slash F4W video, only for Twitch homies, subscribers, And that's it. We'll talk to you next time, Wrestling Observer Live.